Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things Podcast, a definitive ranking of the most indefinite things, from the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds, or what's left of them. Welcome to episode 24 of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And last year at this time, we gave you guys our favorite Christmas songs. Now we decided to do the exact opposite. What are the worst Christmas songs of all time? Uh, Now we were pretty generic with this one. Um, so it's yes. not necessarily based on a certain singer's rendition of the song, but it's one that you know it can get annoying time after time after time. And of course, Christmas songs from, time from after time Black after Friday, time. from Black Friday all the way through Christmas, you're going to hear them nonstop. Yeah, so. and I, I might have admitted this last year. I, you know, it's taken me about 38 years to come around a little bit on Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming more jolly yep. to the music, uh, but for most of my adult life, I have disliked Christmas music. All in all, in general, you just yeah, don't like all, it. None of it. And we've heard from some of you on Facebook, too. You guys are ball humbugs when it comes to Christmas songs. I'll start off with my number three. Normally, I like Christmas songs and traditional Christmas songs, but for some reason, we wish you a Merry Christmas gets on my nerves very, very easily. <laughs> Not only do you have to wish me once, but instead you curse me over and over again with repetition of we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And the second verse, nobody likes figgy pudding, so oh. the whole song is a lie. Love me some figgy pudding. <laughs> have you ever had figgy pudding? I have not. I have not. <laughs> so we wish you a Merry Christmas is the one that gets in my nerves probably the most out of everything because it's just repetitive. I feel like figgy pudding... Uh, I kind of picture like a Fig Newton, and it's kind of like a highbrow cookie. Mm, the soft. Mm, yeah, so I Newton. think I Yum. think figgy pudding would be like a highbrow pudding. Mm. Like the rich eat figgy pudding. <laughs> the rest of us are stuck with uh, the chocolate and vanilla swirl. Doesn't sound good to me. Like the cranberry sauce on Thanksgiving, I'm not going to touch figgy pudding on Christmas. <laughs> I probably won't either. Uh, my number three um, least favorite Christmas song is Santa Baby by... Uh, it started in in 1953. Eartha Kitt was mm-hmm. the first person to to sing this, but um, I, to me, it's like the Christmas version of Marilyn Monroe singing "Happy Birthday." Right. Uh, That's my number two, actually. Santa really? Baby was my number two, and I want to know what the song is about. What is it supposed to be? Because it's not about a baby Santa. No, for uh, sure. Yeah, I did a little research on it. it. It's supposed to be like a spoiled woman that wants like a Tiffany's bracelet oh. and you know, give me a new car. So she's trying to seduce and, Santa in order to get the, the gold digger play. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a gold digger song. Gotcha. Yeah, like Ray Charles was ahead of things with that. But uh, yeah, there was actually a rumor going around the internet that Marilyn Monroe actually had a version of the song. Really? And recorded it. Turned out that was just a hoax. But that's that's how bad the song is. Yeah, yeah it does sound like Marilyn Monroe does sing it. I'm telling you. You know, and this is a respectable uh, musical artist that got sucked into singing this song. I, you know, I feel bad for old Eartha. Um, so number two for me is Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. Yeah. Is this on your list? Uh, no, it's not. But I can. I, that was honorable mention on my list. Yeah, uh, 1978, uh, written and performed by Elmo and Patsy. Elmo. I think those, Elmo I think it, huh? that's your that great tickles. I think that's your great aunt and uncle's names. <laughs> Elmo. Um, but it's like my two of my least favorite things musically combined, Christmas music mm-hmm. and hokey country music. Yeah. Yeah. Into one bread and butter of awfulness. So for me 
I don't even know if it's grandma got his grandma got ran over. Run over, yeah. They I think run over is the proper, proper English. English. Yeah. So it bothers me even more being uh, you know the grammar Nazi that I am. So and why would you want to promote violence against grandma anyway? I didn't like her. Uh, apparently not. I didn't like her. So <laughs> easy um, one for me. <laughs> my number one is the one that's most prominent, and that's Jingle Bells. So wow, what? Yeah, Jingle Bells. This song has zero percent relevance today. I've never even seen a one-horse open sleigh. Uh, this song was written back in 1857, and supposedly it wasn't even original because it was copied off of several songs of the time that were written about sleigh riding itself. Mm -hmm. So this song is unoriginal, uninspiring, and unknowing. <laughs> Man, that hurts. That's the, you like Jingle Bells, huh? Well, I feel like it's the song that everyone knows. Right. But again, know? it's repetitive. My similar thing with We Wish You Merry Christmas is, is very repetitive. But again, it's not relevant. Like, you're singing about something that makes no sense. Jingle bells. The bells, they jingle. Yeah, we don't, don't have jingle bells today. Oh, you, you can put them on your door. <laughs> it's definitely not a one-horse open sleigh. No, but there's some bells jingling there and jangling. Uh, Supposedly, it's risque at the time, by the way, too, because he was courting whoa. a woman. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. He talks about you know kissing a lady on the sleigh. That's that's risque for eighteen fifty seven. Over the hills of snow. Mm -hmm. uh, my number one. <laughs> that wasn't even. Was like we got we got a sexual innuendo list coming up, and over the hills of snow was not on my list, but that could be taken could many be, different ways. Could be, could be. My number one least favorite Christmas song is the Twelve Days of Christmas. Okay, it's the Christmas version of Ninety Nine Beers on the Wall. Right. No one once it starts. <laughs> You immediately want it to end because you know where it's going and you don't want it to continue. Period. 12 Days of Christmas. It was written, actually written in the 1700s. Really? This is like the oldest one, I think, of, of, yeah, of all of them. Of all of them. Probably yeah. on the, you're, you're right before Jingle Bells, even. But uh, I would have to say the most, I wouldn't say best version of the song, but the most palatable version of the song I've ever heard is when it was performed by uh, the Muppets. <laughs> and I could look forward bad. to like Fozzie's voice or yeah. something to look forward Gonzo's to. Gonzo's yes, yes. voice or Miss Piggy's line. Uh, but God, that song, and it's never ending. Yeah. When it starts, you want it over already. The crazy thing is like, even though it's a really popular Christmas song, again, nobody knows the words once she gets past about either five golden rings or six geese a lang or whatever it is. You don't remember the higher numbers. Is and the more people drink, the more and five golden rings. Lasts longer and longer yeah. until uh, his uncle Elmo's passed out on the floor. <laughs> They're not for everybody. They've sometimes been the butt of jokes, but once pretty much the day after Thanksgiving hits, yep. the Hallmark Channel will lock and load as many Christmas movies as possible. And I personally, I don't watch a lot of them, if, if no. any. My wife, uh, her family, they enjoy them. And mm -hmm. you have family? Yeah, my in-laws love them. It's on the, on the TV repeat. I think it's a love it or hate it thing, too. Either you really love Hallmark movies or you hate Hallmark movies. There's no in-between. But Hallmark Christmas movies, you know, those are a different beast. <laughs> and they couldn't be any more cheesy. And we're going to go ahead and tackle... Uh, a unique topic within Hallmark Christmas movies. We're going to do the top three common careers of Christmas Hallmark movie good guys. Got to be the good guys, not the bad guys. The bad guys have a common career too, but we're talking about the good guys. Yeah, so we'll start, all, it's a lawyer. So the good bad guys, guys lawyer. right? The good guys in the Hallmark movies. Mm -hmm. So my number three uh, good guy common career is I'm going to label it Vice Anything. Okay, and what I mean is, it's never the guy in charge. 
Oh, yeah. Okay? Right. It's always the second in charge. It's yeah. the vice president of the bank. Uh, it's the vice president at the consulting company. It's the vice president of the marketing company. It's the vice president of whatever. It's never the guy in charge. Yeah, he's unappreciated, he's right? He's unappreciated. The yeah. boss is always bossing him around, telling yeah. him what to do, not giving him his Christmas bonus, whatever it might be. It's the vice <laughs> anything yeah and he's, that's the reason why he's the good guy obviously he doesn't have the balls enough or be that's evil right. enough to be the ceo or the president too much empathy for life yeah yeah i get that one for sure uh my number three goes along the lines of the common everyday man and that's a farmer so he's a farmer but more specifically he has cattle and he has to have a horse the reason why he has, to have a horse there's got to be a montage of him and a leading lady falling in love riding through snowy scenery. It's gotta be the montage of them falling in love. So for me, farmer has to be number three and a farmer with a horse. And you know what also is common with, with that guy is typically they have like one reindeer. You're like, <laughs> yes, why, yeah, right. why do they have a reindeer in Wyoming? But he's yeah. training to be Santa's reindeer, right? Because there's, <laughs> always, course, that, there's always the magical character who there's is There's like a, the girl with the daughter and the daughter likes the reindeer yeah. and then they have the montage with the horse and yeah. it's, you know, yeah. Uh, my number three is some kind of emergency responder. So there's a fireman, an EMT, somebody who can get to the scene in a hurry because what's happening in the movie's climax, somebody's got to show up in an emergency and it's that guy. He, he shows up and he's the savior. So the good guy has to be an angel and an emergency responder makes sense to, for that to be the career of the angel. So he's like an EMT mm -hmm. first responder. Yep. Yeah, he can give a Heimlich maneuver, train mouth in, to mouth, train of course. Train yeah. CPR. Or there's a fire going on and he breaks down the door and carries the lady out. So emergency responder in He generic. doesn't necessarily stick to the 30 compressions, two breaths. <laughs> yeah. He goes right to, he goes right to the two breaths. He gets a little tongue in there too. <laughs> Got to revive him quick. Um yeah, I think um I'm also going to stay on I might I might go you are, you know, Maybe these are both city slash county jobs at this point. Yeah. Uh, so my number two uh, is going to be the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, sheriff in town. Right. Uh, you know, small town sheriff. Small though, town right? sheriff. Yep. Um, you know, uh, there's maybe some domestic uh, arguments going on yeah. at the homestead, and the sheriff comes in to to you know clean up, clean mm -hmm. up, make sure everything's going well. Um, we we could have a reference of is that your gun? Are you just happy to see me? But typically not in the Hallmark. Yeah, not movies. the Hallmark movies. It's, nope, just nope. it's just more thought of by us, the viewer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the rugged older sheriff that comes in and, and helps helps yeah, things out. And again, in the climax, there's got, always got to be a scene where he probably busts the leading lady's like current boyfriend. Oh yeah, husband, he's arrested. Or her mom or dad that's being restrictive yeah. on her, or something like he that. He pushed the line a little too much. Yeah, you know, he pushed the line a little too much, and the sheriff put him behind bars, mm -hmm. and that's how they get the hookup my number one uh christmas hallmark good guy job is the snow plower okay that's right the guy the snow plow driver always comes to the rescue the car swerves off the road yeah, happens yeah. to be driving by late at night with his hat on you know he works several other jobs but during during the snowiest time of year he's <laughs> out he's out helping and so then what what does he do the next morning after he rescues the girl well you know her driveway He's gonna right. have a lot of snow in it, so he goes out of his way yep. to clear the so driveway. Mm -hmm. Always does some good deeds, and mm -hmm. the next thing you know, they end up uh, at the city dance, you know. <laughs> and he he just got off the snowplow with his overalls and makes his way in there to have some punch. A very common outfit of the good guy is what a snowplow guy <laughs> would drive. It's a, it's the puffy vest, you know. Might have the little fringe on the top. 
Uh, yeah, it's got to be a flannel hat too. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what all the good guys wear in those With movies. The yeah, the earmuffs on the top. Yeah. <laughs> good. So I see so far along the same lines. My number one is going to be the handyman. Oh. So somebody's got to drop the hammer, put the caulking in the window. If you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You really don't because again, they don't show sex it's in a Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas movie. Uh, they can imply it, but it's not there. Um, but there's always a certain case of a old rundown building that has structural issues that this handyman needs to take care of. Similar to the issue where there might be a stranded motorist and the snowplow coming through. The handyman <laughs> comes and fixes it up. So for me, handyman is the number one. And again, he wears some of the same things as like a snowplow driver would wear. Yeah. Flannel's got to be there. His wife allows him. Oh, so he doesn't have a wife. Yeah. That's why he's allowed to wear the carpenter jeans. Yeah. We, we, us guys, we had to stop wearing those late 90s. He's got the hooks. He's got the cargo yeah, shorts. Remember those? Cargo remember pants those jeans? Too. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his cargo pants until he marries this girl. You know, then <laughs> She'll it's cut that out. Well, I'll be done with. You notice, you notice we didn't choose Pizza Guy. That's a different kind of movie. <laughs> So we're talking about our naughty list on this one. It is the Christmas cliches that sound quite naughty. So even though they might be innocent in an initial glance, after you review it, say, hey, that sounds a little bit dirty. So Santa might put you on the naughty list for using some of these. Um, my number three is deck the halls with boughs of... Nobody, again, uses this word phrase just like our common Christmas songs, but deck the halls with boughs of, what are you trying to fill something there? Uh, holly doesn't necessarily fit in that category, but something else might. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. There's a void that needs filling, obviously. I suppose. I suppose. Um... My number three uh, would just be something like when you walk into uh, your friend's house and you say, hey, nice artificial tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going along with like real or fake. <laughs> no, oh, that would be good too. Yeah. Do you have that real, one? Real or fake. No, I don't have that one. Well, like coming be... off the top of his head with a better <laughs> one than mine. Real or fake. <laughs> Excuse me? Your tree. Your tree. That's good. That's a good looking tree. That's good. You can. So on, on, on our Facebook, take that one off and then put yours in there for mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, real or fake? Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, my number two are stockings are hung. Yep. You have that one? No, but that makes sense. Yeah, stockings are hung. What's hung what now? El what else is hung? <laughs> do you hang stockings? Mm-hmm. You do, yeah. We hang stockings too, but we don't have a fireplace, so it's got to be like an artificial <laughs> fireplace or off the window. I actually think we put them on the TV set. Sorry, Jess. Now I realize that's where we have them on the TV. Like they're set. on top of the TV. The TV and entertainment center where the TV is, oh, yeah, is yeah, located. Yeah. That's yeah. where we have our stockings. It would be tough for people that don't have a fireplace, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of stockings, why do we still use stockings? Just mm -hmm. to hang them? Put something else in them? Yeah, yeah. The the, the smaller gifts. Yeah, smaller gifts. See, then it's for it's for lazy people. You don't have to wrap them then. That's true. You just, just stuff dump, stuff in dump them in the stocking. Then that's somebody. it. That's a, a dad thought of that idea. <laughs> he probably. He invented the stocking. <laughs> what, honey, will you wrap these twelve gifts here? I put <laughs> it in your sock. <laughs> this old stinky thing. Uh, my number two is Feliz Navidad. I don't speak Spanish, but I believe this means how you make babies. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. The El Babies catchphrase. <laughs> the Los Ninos. Yeah. Again, I don't speak Spanish. I have no idea what Los Ninos means. God bless it. Um, it's very dirty, trust me. My number one is Ho Ho Ho. Yes, Santa's catchphrase opens himself up to being very naughty. Yeah. He has not one ho, but three hoes a charm. Yeah, this one is, and this one's most commonly used mm -hmm. uh, for t-shirts and yeah. fun Christmas. Oh, the uh, Christmas sweaters and apparel. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, like, I'm Santa's best ho. Yeah. 
I saw that shirt actually last week. Well, well, Santa's it, best hoe was. Did, get, did it, a guy wear it or a guy? It was definitely a girl. Okay. <laughs> it was definitely a girl. Uh, What's yeah. Your number one? My number one is six geese a land. <laughs> That's right. Boom, baby. Finish with a good one. There's no way around that one, Jones. <laughs> You're six something. geese a land. That's Especially right. if you pause like that, you got the comedic pause down. And you say, ah. Uh, uh, a land. Anytime you're doing something like that, it's a good time. All right, <laughs> six geese are doing the thing. There's lots of things in the 12 days of Christmas that could be taken oh, the, the wrong way. Yeah, like the whole the whole song. Lords a leaping. Lords a leaping. That's what they're doing. So you just have to say that for all of them. Maids a milking. That's a good one. Yeah. We should have done maids a milking, that's for sure. Uh, I did see uh, a joke today, and it said, uh, did you hear about the dyslexic satanist he devoted his life to santa <laughs> nice cult following <laughs> let us know in the comments if you have a sexual innuendo that relates to christmas in some way